Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holderman Style Podcast. My name is Joe Holderman. And I'm Jess Holderman. And this week we will be talking about a little bit of our recent lifestyle changes. More specifically, how we are... Well, you want to talk about it? Sure. We're talking about how we are rewiring our brains. And I say that as in uh, the present. We're still working on it. To see food as fuel and not comfort. And also, we've kind of uh, gotten into, what was the other thing? I already forgot what it was. Kind of making, getting to the best version of ourselves yes. that we can. And not to sound all self-helpy, but right. really it's more, we're, we're trying to trying to be positive in our lives. <laughs> yeah. No, this I mean. Se- self-help for the regular people. Yeah, it's, we're, we're not trying to be pretentious and, and mainly it's. We're we're trying to get word out there because we've we've had success recently and and it was hard to get started and find and and keep going with it really mm-hmm. but like once you get the ball rolling and you can kind of stick with it for a little bit it it kind of gets easier. So why don't you tell me what uh, what you mean by we've had success lately? Okay, so at the beginning, well, I should say at the end of last year, both of us. Uh, for lack of a better word, we're fat. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't, I, and I, I don't mean that in like any sort of disparaging way, but like we, we had both gotten to the point that like we were starting to, we were running out of clothes in our closet. We have yeah. anyone that's watched our live video knows that we have no shortage of clothing and we were running out of clothing that would actually fit that we would, that we wanted to wear, that we felt comfortable wearing. Mm-hmm. And really it had to do with the fact that we had gotten so far away from eating healthy and exercising and and staying active and right. we had not, gotten, not like Instagram Instagram models. No, no, like not like, we're not we're not gonna be running around with six packs next excessive. week. I just mean we had we had <laughs> gotten nice. oh, it would be nice, but <laughs> you know, realistically that's not a <laughs> maybe one day. But my point was we had we had gotten so far away from being healthy and it beca- it had become normal to come home and sit down and stare at the TV for four or five hours. And I, I think part of that, not to make excuses, but part of that had to do with we were in school and we had to come home and sit down and do homework. Yeah. And you kind of got used to that. And then when we got done with the homework or when we got done with school, um, it wasn't necessarily replaced with healthy activity as opposed yeah. to sitting down and watching television or sitting down and playing a video game or sitting down and killing time on social media for hours and hours, really doing nothing that was beneficial. Right. So we decided we, we'd been trying for the whole, all of last year, really. (laughs) Well, I mean, we we had kind of come in, we, at the beginning of 2018, we started doing it a little bit and we both lost a little bit of weight and then it just kind of think we we had life travel plans <laughs> and the kids had school and kids had activities and we had activities and it's just kind of things snowballed and before you knew it we were both 50 pounds overweight and right. just like well, what the heck happened I and think that's a, a really common I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that are really identifying with this because it you know in our case it was going back to school and we're sitting there on the computer, but you know, it could be any monumental thing that happens to you in your life. You know, you give birth and maybe you had a rough birth and so you're having a hard time recovering from that, or maybe you lost your job or 
you lost somebody, you know, that you loved and there's all these different things that could cause you to make that sudden switch into this unhealthy lifestyle. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure where I was going with that. I'm just saying like that and I like beer and pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of us, we tend to turn to the comfort foods. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know I've I've made the comment multiple times that, you know, if I'm going to have a crappy day at work, I'm going to at least enjoy my dinner or something like right. along those lines. And it's like, no, you had a crappy day at work, get your butt outside and work out for 45 minutes and take it out on the weights <laughs> instead of taking it out on your stomach. Right. You know, and it, and I know that's easy to say for, you know, someone... Coming out the other side of yeah, it. Yeah, coming... Well, I mean, we're not coming out the other side. We're still... We're still in it. We're still fighting every day to, you know force ourselves to get out there and work out because I still right. have crappy days at work. I still come mm-hmm. home every day. Not every day, but I still come home some days and it's just like <laughs> the last thing I want to do is go work out. Right. And it's like, those are the days you need to go work out. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Those are the days you have to find the way to get out there because if you can get out there on those days, then the days when you feel like working out are easy. Right. So. Right. And, I and actually I, I had a friend of mine. Um, she's a dietitian. Um, I was talking to her, this was a few months before we started all of this process. And I, you know, I made an excuse for everything. She's like, well, you need to work out exactly what you're saying right now. And I was like, well, you know, I work until five, I have to go pick my kid up from daycare and then I drive home and then it's six, six thirty, and then we got to eat dinner and then we have homework and then I got to put the kids to bed. And she's like, yeah, you don't have any time in the evenings. And I'm like, yeah, see, I'm stuck. Like, that's it. And she's like, no, you know what I'm going to tell you? And I looked at her and I'm like, oh, I got to get up early in the morning, don't I? <laughs> and yeah. she was right. I mean, I started getting up with you in the mornings. Um, See, for me, that's not an option. Like, I already get up right, at 4. Right, but you get home a lot right. earlier yeah. than For me, I like, do. I have the time in the afternoon. But, yeah. like, I, I, yeah, I, there's a, there are people that I work with that, that work out before work. I'm like, yeah. you're nuts. <laughs> we get up, I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to work. I'm not getting up at 3 so I can work out for an hour. Right. I'm not going to do it. I, right. I refuse to do it. I, <laughs> I, well, mainly because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what time I have to get up. The kids don't fall, don't go to bed till 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Like, no matter what yeah. we try to do. The kids are not in their rooms final till like 39 o'clock. Yeah. So me getting up at three is just going to make me more tired. Yep. And it's going to make me cranky about it. Whereas if I come home at four o'clock and in the afternoon, I can work out from four to five. Right. No problem. I wasn't I, saying that you needed to get No, no, no. Early. I'm just saying. I'm, like, I'm saying that like people that, that had, don't have that time yeah. can, you know, find time in their day. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've had people, I had people tell me, why don't you work out before work? No. Yeah. <laughs> that is, and, and that's, I think that's what a lot of, a lot, what, I'm trying to find the words, what throws a lot of people off or puts them off because, you know, they find, oh, well, this is what works for me. It's like, well, realistically, that's not an option for me. So I guess right. I can't do anything. It's yeah. like, no, yeah, yeah. There, you, you got to find a way to fit it in for sure. But I, the way I looked at it, because you know I'm working out for an hour now, but it started out for hey, I have 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, start start off with what you can do. Like 20 minutes of something is better than you know an hour of nothing. Yeah, you know, if you don't have, if you only have 20 minutes, figure out how to get the most out of that 20 minutes. And you know, there's there's not really much of an excuse for doing nothing. Yeah, and I think once we've finally admitted that to ourselves 
we were able to overcome that obstacle of getting out there right. and doing it. Because once I get out, we have a little home gym set up, which I, I understand a lot of people aren't going to have that. Well, however, some of it was found on the curb. Some of it we've collected yeah, we from thrift stores. Yeah, we didn't pay a whole lot of money for it. The only thing we really paid for <laughs> some was Some of it's the, homemade, even. Yeah, the, the only thing we really paid for was the the mats on the floor and some of the kettlebells. And my but punching bag. A lot, Yeah, it. the punching bag. A Are lot of the weights that uh, that we got, we picked up secondhand for, for real, real cheap. Or we got for, for free. free. My, my dad was clearing out some weights and we got some from him. But, um, you know, we you don't need to have a ton of weight in order to get a good workout. That's the thing. It's like you don't need to have a full 600-pound weight dumbbell set in order to right. get a And honestly, when you first start, you don't have to even really work out as much as just not sit on the couch for hours. Like well, that's a I good mean, that's you, a good first step. You get out there and move around, and yeah, I I, I know my fir- our first week doing this, you know, after twenty minutes, I was done. Yeah, like I was, you know, that first week in January, I was smoked after twenty minutes, and now, you know, I go forty five minutes an hour, and I feel good after. Like yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't take you long to get used to doing it. And it's just, you know, and then you can push yourself and try to get, you know, a little mm-hmm. better and a little better and a little better and a little better. And then before you know it, you're seeing results in the mirror and you're like, oh, wow, this is working. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people, other people will notice and be like, hey, have you, it's you know, <laughs> I, have you lost weight? You look good. And yeah. you're like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, one of my coworkers called me skinny one day and I was like, that's enough. <laughs> But then I saw a picture of myself from a month ago and then a picture of myself now. And I'm like, oh, I've lost a lot of weight. And it it almost makes me sad. So I had Joey in 2015 and I put on all this weight, obviously, when I was pregnant and just never lost the weight. Like I weigh as much now as I did nine months pregnant with him. And so people that have met me in the last three and a half, almost four years don't know another version of me. So for all these people that have only known you know, chunky me. It's like, oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's kind of a satisfying thing too. Well, I've, I'm kind of, <coughs> I put on a lot of the weight around the same time. Right. And I really haven't been at the weight that I am now in five years. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so pretty much the same thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, one of the things that really stood out to me the most when we first started was the amount of older people, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20 years older than us, uh, telling us, lose the weight now, do it now, get in the habit now, because when you become my age, it's going to be harder. It's harder to justify spending time working out when you could be spending time with your grandchildren or, you know, whatever X, Y, Z other thing. And it's harder to change, like, I guess, rewire the way you think about food. And that really stood out to me. And yeah. your mom's story about quitting smoking too has always stood out to me that you, you don't quit smoking for other people. Um, you do it for yourself. Yeah. And, and that's, you have so to that was do the, the epiphany, I guess, that we had at the beginning of the year, like hashtag new year, new me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I heard something. I don't remember what it was on a podcast and I can't remember whose podcast, it was, but it was, <laughs> it was along the same, it was the same concept. And it was, uh, 
this guy was in his mid fifties and he's like, you know, if you wait until you're in your fifties mm-hmm. to try to be healthy, you're going to look like a 50 year old trying to be healthy. Yeah. But if you start working out in your thirties and maintain that, yeah, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to look, look healthy. Better. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I guess I should start trying to be healthier. Right. <laughs> and know? then another Plus, thing. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say if, if, you know, now that we're, <coughs> we're me. more looking at food, you know, we're eating the salads with the shredded chicken, and well, I mean, we, honestly, we've been eating more steak because we'll buy. <laughs> well, instead of having to buy, you know, five steaks, we buy two little steaks and chop them up and put them in salad, and I get steak more often. Yeah. So I'm not opposed to the way we've been eating because I get to eat food that I want to eat. It's just in a portion size that right. isn't unhealthy. <laughs> Plus yeah. then, you know, every now and then when we do decide to have the cheeseburger or whatever, you're going to be like, this is awesome. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. Like I had uh, ice cream yesterday because my throat was sore and I immediately regretted it. <laughs> yeah. like, like I ate it and my stomach was like, no, dude, like this is not, <laughs> this is not what we, we want. We quit ha- this, man. Yeah. What are you doing? What is this? Yeah. But I, I also wanted to say something before we jump off into the food stuff. It kind of ties into the food though. But um, for me, as a mom, and I heavily use social media because I run my business mostly, probably 60% through social media. So I'm constantly bombarded with, you know, the memes and the funny articles and everything. But there was an article recently that was talking about uh, how unhealthy moms are viewing their comfort food and their comfort wine and their comfort bad habits. And... You know, I I love a good joke and it's pretty funny, but then when you stop and you think, like somebody like me, my degree is in maternal and child health. And so understanding like the ramifications of an entire generation of moms feeling like they need that at the end of the day in order to feel happy, it made me really sad. And it made me realize that I was doing the same thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. a bottle of wine for your comfort food is not healthy. And it was funny for a very long time. I think you shared that article with me. I might have. It was talking about how, like, it, you know, if if a dad came home and drank a bottle of whiskey every night, you'd call him an alcoholic. But it's perfectly okay for a mom to drink a bottle of wine. Right. And it was a a joke for a long time. And I have no problem with alcohol. And I have no problem with people, you know, that want to drink it on a daily basis. But to um, rely on it for your happiness and your comfort. It made made me sad. And it made me uh, follow my mission more um, to promote other activities that are healthy and good for you. That's another thing that we both have really done since since we started this is not, you know, we we both still have drinks. Right. But it's, you know, I'm going to have a drink. It's not not a crutch. Not four drinks. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a big thing. And instead of, uh, you know, buying a 12 pack and drinking f- four or five of them at night, like I'll have a glass of scotch. Right. And it's not even a big glass. So I, I don't know. And, and I mean that people, you're going to have your vices and that's, that's yeah, one exactly. of the things I've noticed that you got to find the balance that you can sustainably f- stick with. Because if you if you just restrict, which is I mean I think that's a lot of the problem that people have when they when they try to change their diet is mm-hmm. like, you know, you're people have the misconception that you have to just massively rest, calorically restrict yourself, and and you do, 
but you have to be able to do it in a way that you're not just losing Starving your damn mind the whole time. The time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because if you if you're if you're just barely on the edge of keeping it together, that when you fall off, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, and absolutely. that's and that's, and that's how you happened end, to us, right? And that's tons how and tons you know, of times. Yeah, that's how you end up, you know, losing five pounds and then going crazy and gaining twelve mm-hmm. because you know you you're like screw this, I'm not doing it anymore, and you right. eat pizza for a week. Yeah, and. You you gotta tr- you gotta try to treat yourself, but treat yourself in a way that isn't gonna completely mm-hmm. destroy the way that what you're trying to do. And, right, and and everybody's treat is gonna be something different too. Like right. for us, I feel like you and I, our treat to ourselves is kind of working out. Like we get that high from working out that we would normally get from food. And not everybody's like that. Not everybody has the body or you know, the ability or the time to get up and go work out. But if you have the time to get up and learn a new skill of some sort, maybe you're really passionate about fashion and you want to learn how to sew, you know, or you're passionate about, like in our case, our bees. Maybe you're going to go out and start a beehive. And that's that's your treat to yourself. That's your working out. That's your getting your high. It doesn't have to be the same thing for everybody. True. That's true. But there has to be physical activity. Yes, you can't I mean, just you sit can't, on the couch all right. day. <laughs> and and I, I think also in that same token, kind of what you were talking about, having something to do will remove a lot of the snacking. Yeah. Because, you know, when, you're, when your day is full of activities or things that you need to get done or things you, you know, plan for yourself to get done – you're not sitting on the couch going, hmm, I want some chips. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you're just sitting there watching TV, because I notice even like I'll sit down even a couple on Sundays, like, you know, we give ourselves a couple hours to kind of relax because we got a week coming up. Like I'll sit down and watch a race or something. Right. And it's like 20 minutes into the race and I'm like, I want a snack. Yeah. Like I don't need a snack. I just ate lunch. Yeah. But, and we've countered that by having, you know, like, chopped celery and you know baby carrots and and stuff so that yeah yeah, stuff so that i can have a you know something to snack on and like celery is great because you basically it's a negative calorie (laughs) like your body uses more calories digesting it than it has in it chew it well that that, and that's part of it i mean chewing is part of digestion i guess technically (laughs) but i'm just saying something like that is and and some people can't you know, stomach that stuff. And it's, you know, it is what it is, but it's just, you know, find whatever that balance is for you that allows you to maintain being healthy. You know, don't, don't sit down and eat a bag of chips is really what it is. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I was not expecting dead silence from you. My brain was just like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like space cat meme right now. <laughs> that cat with the strata hold on like, oh God. <laughs> I am falling into space now. Um, <laughs> and now I'm coming down off of my workout high. So there right. is Hey, that. we got 25 minutes to go. You better pick <laughs> it up, girl. So I guess what I was going to add on to the, um, the finding time to work out and everything is that you're going to feel so much better and that, you know, I don't know, we've kind of already talked about it. Once you get started, it, 
it's so much easier to keep going with it. Um, but I guess we could just jump right off into the food then because now we need to talk about how you need fuel to be doing extra things. Yeah. So I, I by no means would consider myself an expert on this. So take what I say with a grain of salt. I'm just, we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about what we do and what works for us. Right. Um, and obviously if you, I'm going to preface this by saying anybody that wants to re- start a diet, especially one that is reducing the amount of calories you're intaking into your body. One, I would start off by getting rid of the junk food. Mm-hmm. Stuff that nobody needs to be eating. (laughs) You don't need to be eating potato chips, period. Yeah. Like, if you want to treat yourself with some chips every now and then, buy one of the little, like, fun bags and and eat those. But you don't need to sit down and eat a a family-sized bag of potato chips. I'm sorry. You just don't. And sometimes someone might just need to hear that. But But reduce the junk food. Get rid of the pop. Get rid of the... You mean soda? The soda. <laughs> We're in Georgia. I should have called it soda pop. Soda pop. Anyway. <laughs> um, get, get rid of the junk food. Get rid of the pop. Get rid of any calories that you're going to be drinking. Yeah. Because and, that and is an absolute waste of your time. Yeah. And Unless it's coffee creamer. No. If that's where you decide to compromise, that's fine. We're, we're divided on no, the creamer subject. No, because, I'm sorry. If you want to take a 70-calorie cup of coffee and turn it into a 300-calorie cup of coffee and put creamer <laughs> in it, that's dumb. Yeah, it is. And I suffer from it. But also, I have made the switch from dairy creamers to almond milk creamers because they're better. So just and, and that's that's kind of where you have to compromise. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna say, hey, I have to have creamer in my coffee, one, try to use as little creamer as possible mm-hmm. so that you still get whatever you want out of that. And then understand that look, I just put a hundred extra calories in my body that I didn't really need to put in. Yeah. I'm gonna have to put the work on the other side right. to counteract that. Or and not, not starve. have well or, or say I have a hundred extra ca- or hundred less calories I get to eat today yeah you know and split it up between three meals and you know 33 calories or whatever a meal but understand that what you know if you're going to say i'm going to eat 2,000 calories today and you burn 300 of that on your coffee right that's 300 calories is a A snack (laughs) yeah that's a snack you don't get to have less snack and i kind of like we do some intermittent fasting um, and I love the intermittent fast. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like your body doesn't crave the food all the time, but I will say that my first meal of the day is usually coffee. Like I consider that a meal and I'll have like a boiled egg and, or a banana. Um, I try to pair my proteins and my, see my coffee isn't, isn't considered a meal Yeah, because the calories are so low on it. Right. I'm just saying like, and you know, not replacing. Well, I guess I'm kind of replacing breakfast with coffee, but that that is where because I'm not a big big breakfast eater, and I know I'm not going to eat breakfast. So unless ju- I force myself. We, you, you said the term, but I don't know that everybody's familiar with it. So intermittent fasting um, is it, it's not not eating. It's you eat in a window, and it allows you a little more flexibility in what mm-hmm. you eat. Um, so you. For us, my day starts at four, 
and ends 4 a.m. <laughs> That's when I get out of bed. And it I get off work. I get home from work around 4 p.m. So I have like 12 hours that I am, quote unquote, working. Um, I don't eat. I try not to eat before work. That usually doesn't work because it's such a long day. So <laughs> the, the point of intermittent fasting is you eat in an eight-hour window. And you don't eat in a 16-hour window. Right. So 24 hours in a day, right? And if you work like a 9-to-5 job, that should be pretty easy to do. Yeah. You know, you get up at 8, don't eat until you, you know, eat right before you get to work. And say, I'm going to eat between 8 and 4. And the, the premise behind it is you put your body into a state where you're used to eating in a window and you don't eat calories outside that window. So your body goes into fat burning mode when you're in that window. It helps you lose weight. Theoretically. I I think personally, like for me, the way I see it, it's just different. I just see it as I'm not allowed to have snacks right now. And so I set my window up to where I'm more mentally, um, strong. I don't know what word I'm looking for here, but like, I'm not going to break down and have a snack between, you know, when I'm at work, I can't, you know, go meander to the fridge and eat cookies or whatever. I don't know why you're keeping cookies in the fridge, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I can't just meander around and find snacks. Whereas when I'm at home, I can meander around and find snacks. But if I tell myself don't eat after 6 PM, I'm not going to go sneak a Twinkie because I know I can't. (laughs) Well, for me, the weekends are actually easier because Um, I will like, I'll eat dinner tonight and I won't eat again until lunch tomorrow. Yeah. Because like I, I'll, I'll take my, my 16 hours. While you're sleeping pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like if you set it up that way where you're like, Hey, I, I eat at eight in the morning, you know, obviously if you, you want to eat dinner at four, but you know, it is what it is. Right. And it, it, it doesn't have to be exactly perfectly 16 hours. It, the, you know, if you eat your first meal at eight and your last meal at five and you don't eat after that, you're still kind of staying within the parameters. Like, right. you know, there's not going to be someone running knocking on your door being like, you ate at 16. Right. And that's something that both Joe and I, I guess I should clarify right now too. Some of the things that, I mentioned on our Facebook Live um, were the supplements and the the fad dieting. Like I I don't care for either of those things, but I do recognize and appreciate their place in some people's lives. Um, you know, especially like if you're diabetic, you can't just not eat when you you're supposed to eat, or if you're you know any other number of metabolic things. If you have to eat, you have to eat. You just have to find a way to move around more, I guess, to compensate yeah. for that. Well, I but. I kind of started talking about that and then got sidetracked. What I was going to say is, you know, if you're going to start a diet that is going to reduce your calorie intake or reduce the time you're going to eat or change when you're eating, um, if you're not sure that you are capable of physically handling that, talk to your doctor about it. Like, Oh, is that your number, number two on your list? <laughs> First of all... Yeah. And you second know. of all. Well, I was just say first get rid of all the junk. Yeah. And, and see how it. that does because for a lot of people, I know for me, like That's I enough. lost I lost 10 pounds off the bat when we got rid of junk food. Right. Like off the top. Like yeah. before even we're working out hard. Just 
10 pounds were gone in like three weeks. Yeah. Um, so th- if you can do that, like for that, that primer for a lot of people would be like, oh, wow, this works great. Right. You know, just you, not eating pizza just, every night yeah. worked weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you mean eating healthy proteins and healthy fats and not overindulging is, right. is functional? Yeah. yeah. And then the but, other thing also is that when you go to your doctor, don't just say, hey, I want to lose weight. What can I do? You know, you can ask for a full blood panel to see what vitamins and nutrients you're lacking in because sometimes there's something going on there that you want to be careful with. Um, yeah. And I was just say, and if you have a specific diet in mind, like our the intermittent fasting or a keto diet, or you know, there's the carnivore diet. That there's a thousand diets. Yeah, but because it, there's a thousand different types of people. Right. Just and, and, that, that. and that's the thing is that's why I would I say definitely if you're not sure or if you've never really like I've I've done some pretty crazy fad diets in the past and mm-hmm. i i know things remember that, that work the army for me. diet was it the army diet yeah that was the stupidest you eat like six saltines two hot dogs and a pickle it or was something. it was like yeah <laughs> was that was a super <laughs> weight cut diet and i that was not a sustainable diet. was that a real thing though when you were in the military no no okay so somebody just we didn't like, have time we we <laughs> The the amount of food that I ate when I was deployed, <laughs> there's no reason I should have lost. Like I, it's just part of the reason you lose weight over there is because it's 150 degrees outside. Right. You know, you're, you you're, sweat it all you're out. sweating 2,000 calories a day out. So you have to eat, you know, 3,000 calories a day. Otherwise, mm-hmm. your body just breaks down. Right. Um, so that that's a different situation. I'm talking about here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but my point was, as I've done all these fad diets before, I used to be really, really, really heavy into working out and lifting weights and taking supplements and protein and, and you know, regimented workout routines that, you know, you, you do this, this day, this, this day, this, this day, you have one rest day and then you do it all over again. And I, I was really regimented in that, like the whole 12 months I was in Afghanistan. And, you know, I was reading about it every day and researching it every day. And then, so, like, I know I I think a lot of guys go through that, too. Yeah, because there's nothing to do over there. (laughs) There's there's internet that kind of works sometimes that you use to chat with your family. Um, There's no no such thing as smartphones. Well, there might be now. Right, I was going to say, who knows? Um, (laughs) Oh, man, it was literally almost 10 years Literally 10 years ago, ago. yeah. Um, But, you know, when, when we were there, like, what we had was the gym. Yeah. You know, and the, in the movie theater. And they played probably maybe one good movie a month. So we had the gym. <laughs> um, so a lot of guys go over there and you, you right. get you get in good shape because you got nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, I guess guys and gals. <laughs> yeah, and know. gals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my point was I, I know my body can handle some crazy stuff. So well, I'm not afraid. Time. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm not afraid of going into stuff. I guess, Try, and I, I get, well, I get blood panels done for work every year. Right. I, it's exactly. part of my physical. So yeah. I, I don't have anything crazy going on. So I, I know that's the deal. Right. So if you d- haven't had a physical done in 10 years, maybe go to your doctor yeah. <laughs> before sure. you start doing anything different. Yeah. That's going to drastically change how your body is. So can I talk about food for a second? Yeah. Okay. So our, we're kind of, you know, we got into the supplements. Now I'm going to get into why um, I feel like, and I've done a lot of research and have a degree on 
health and eating and putting things into your body. And, you know, it's proven that eating things that aren't processed are going to be a lot easier on your body to digest. So there's a lot of people that say, well, I can't afford to eat organic. And that's fair. Organic food is extremely expensive. But one of the things I found is that if you worry less about eating organic and you go for the pre-made salad in a bag that's already chopped up and all you got to do is throw it in your bowl, then, you know, you're going to start to lose that weight and you're going to start to feel better and you're going to spend less money. And eventually, you know, you're, you're going to be able to catch up on both your diet and on your budget. And then, you know, then you're going to have that little bit of extra money to treat yourself to organic stuff every now and then. Well, I would say we I was surprised because what we started doing is instead of going to the store on Sunday and because Sunday was usually a day we'd go to the grocery store yeah. and we, we go to the store Sunday morning and we would buy our groceries for the week. And, you know, it was 250, 300 bucks for the week for, you know, groceries for five people. And then we'd some, we would still have to stop the store because we'd always forget something. Right. Um, but we, instead of doing that, now we just go to the store every other day or so and sometimes we, every day, even sometimes every day, but um, we we just buy the pre-made salads and like a couple of steaks or the pre-made salads and some chicken breast or the pre-made you know yeah. But we always get the pre-made salads because it's like just said it's so easy just to it cuts out like twenty minutes cut the bag open dump it in a bowl yeah put whatever meat you cooked in there and like what what we've been doing is on Sunday we'll buy that and we'll buy two steaks cook the steaks and we make lunches for the whole week right we have pre-made lunches ready to go in the morning you grab a set a steak salad for lunch right i mean that's amazing yeah <laughs> who's and not who's not going to like that you, you take your steak salad and you you go to work um and which it helps us one instead of spending 7 8 dollars for a salad at work we probably spent Ten dollars for six of them. Yeah. So you know we're spending less than two dollars a salad. Right. So that saves money, and two, we're not going to bust our diet because you have you know sometimes if you if you're running late on a lunch or something you only got fifteen minutes to eat or twenty minutes to eat, you know you're like oh well this salad's going to take me ten minutes to eat I still can have something that I'm going to enjoy and I'm not I you know not going to run to Wendy's and get a cheeseburger. Right. Yeah, and and the way that we meal prep salads, because I know this is kind of a a hot topic too, is that um, I do the Pinterest mom thing, and I got the wide mouth mason jars and plastic screw-on lids, and we put the salad into the mason jars. We do six of them, and then we get the little, I don't know if it's Glad or Solo or one of the plastic companies, they make the little teeny tiny like dressing. A lot of people do. They're Je- good for jello, jello shots. shots. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's ever had a jello shot, that little plastic cup, you can buy them at Walmart. Yeah. In like a 300 pack. But so we fill, you know, we put our dressing in there. Um, you do, if you're going to do like chopped up tomatoes and cucumbers, um, beans, I like putting beans in my stuff, put that all on the bottom and then put the lettuce on top. And then on top of the lettuce, you put, you know, your meat and then your, your tiny cup of dressing. And then you screw the lid on and it's all in one. And then the lettuce isn't going to go bad because it's sealed up and you got all your wet stuff on the bottom. So it's not going to wilt your lettuce. And then, you know, you open it up to eat it and you pull that little cup out and that gives enough space to be able to shake it. And, 
you know, evenly distribute. And then, of course, we always recommend using the wide mouth jars because it's easier to stick your fork yeah, in. don't use the regular <laughs> mouth jars. Yeah. It's a pain to eat out of. Yeah. We've made that, well, not mistake, but we've... We learned. We learned. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and, and if you're trying to be more environmentally conscious, of course, you could rinse and reuse those plastic cups. No problem. They probably make small... Yeah, Not and reusable versions of them. Exactly. You can get the little glass um, pill things. I mean, it, there's there's way, ways around all of it. And that is another thing, though, is that we're not using the single-use plastic from, like, your, your cafe at work or your, you know, McDonald's or whatever it is. Um, that's just, I mean, that's something that's important to me, so. Yeah. Makes me feel better. We also got <laughs> some of the um, Ziploc. Like partitioned containers. Yes. We use those, those sometimes nice. too. You yeah, put the I think salad it's glad. in the, Is it glad? I thought it was Ziploc. Yeah, I don't know. But they're, either way, it's got the big, uh, like big a half, sandwich big, size. well, two thirds sandwich size space. Put the salad in there and that's got two partitions. Yeah. You can put tomatoes in one and the dressing in the other. Yep. Still in yeah, the so cup. Those are though. nice. Yeah. 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 And if you wanted to, you could put it directly in there. I guess they're pretty good. But yeah, I mean, these are. Tiny, tiny costs, too. And and the thing, like, for instance, with those, I think they're kind of expensive for reusable but cheap Glad containers. But I buy, like, one pack um, every time I go to the store. Or not every time, but, you know, once a month I would buy another pack of them. And after two or three months we had enough that I don't have to buy anymore. And it was a very minimal cost at that time. You're talking about the glass ones? Well, the glass ones too. I mean, any of them. Say so the glass ones we got on sale, like yeah. Christmas time. We got the, the yeah, you can it was get like a, a whole... thirty pack of glass Tupperware for like twenty eight dollars or something, right. like super cheap. Yeah. So that's that's basically how we eat salads. Um, <laughs> we we eat a lot of salads just because right. I, the you know I know people don't like salads, but. Right. Well, once you're putting steak on it. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing is we try to make our salads good. Like I don't skimp on my salad. Like I yeah. put cheese on it. I put dressing on it. I, and, and we get like avocado ranch dressing. Like we don't. Right. That's what I was going to say. Using those little tiny um, containers for the dressing, you can first of all have a portion. So you're not putting an entire cup of ranch dressing on it. You could portion it out and you can pick whatever dressing you want because they're virtually all the same amount of calories. So pick a dressing that you like. You don't have to suffer through oil and vinegar to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a thing when we were. We've done this before. Yeah, well, <laughs> we we did the oil and vinegar and it, it kept giving me canker sores. Oh, yeah. The vinegar yeah. kept was tearing my mouth up and I was like, I can't do this. Right. Like it literally and, hurt And we eat. realized we just, we could eat ranch. We just had to. Yeah. Be more careful. Just reduce. But honestly, like, the amount we've been eating, like, I i haven't been unhappy with the right. sa- with the dressing distribution. Right. I and I know there's plenty of people that, you know, I, well, I need a quarter cup of creamer in my coffee and I need a quarter cup of ranch on my salad. But you can gradually decrease it and you won't even notice eventually. Um I mean, there's other example, examples of it. But, yeah, I mean, gradually decreasing this stuff. And, and even coffee in itself. Like, I've quit coffee before by gradually decreasing it. When you stop putting creamer in it, you stop craving it. And then when you stop craving it, you don't need it anymore. And then you feel just as good waking up and drinking a cup of co- uh, of water 
As you do, waking up and drinking a cup of coffee. I do not have that success. I require <laughs> coffee daily. You've never tried it. Which is also part of why <laughs> I... Well, I, I like the taste of coffee, so for me it's never yeah. been an issue. But part of why I am so adamant about the lack of creamers, I drink like a pot of coffee every yeah, day. Yeah, you would eat or drink all of your calories I would drink if all you my calories and put it. creamer in it, yeah. Yeah. And and black coffee. Plus, fine, then but... my my coffee mug would smell absolutely terrible. That that's, that's true. another thing is, I people you know the coffee mug when you put creamer in it, like you leave it sit the rest of the day because you drink it first thing in the morning, and then you know you open it the next morning to wash it. You're like, ah. yeah. <laughs> like for me, it doesn't exactly. smell bad. Like I just throw soap in there, scrub it, <laughs> rinse it out, and it's done. Yeah. But if you got the milk stuff in there, it just smells that's terrible. Accurate, especially in Savannah, it gets really hot here so if you forget it in your car then it's like awful yeah like almost throw away awful I was to say i've had to clean her coffee cup after <laughs> she's left it in her car from friday on sunday yeah and it's just Oops. no yeah but so anyway so some of the other things that we meal prep we do well i do a lot of boiled eggs uh, we grab the little tuna packets with different flavors in it. Tuna is really good to eat on the go. Uh, I know both of those are very pungent type of snacks, but and there's different snacks for everybody that honestly, aren't. like I still eat uh, breakfast burritos, but like they're yeah. not, you know, they're they're not giant. They're not big like three inch wide breakfast burritos. They're little like tiny breakfast burritos. Yeah, that give me because because I'm up so early and I, you know, I eat at like four forty five, five o'clock in the morning, I'll eat something and then I don't get to eat again until 11. Yeah. So like, I need something to, to get me through that time because I'm working the whole time mm-hmm. and I eat this little burrito and then I'm usually good. Just drink water. I'll have a, an apple at like eight o'clock and like, that'll get me all the way through to lunch and I'll have a small, the, the salad for lunch. And then at two o'clock I have like a protein bar mm-hmm. and that gets me through the whole day until dinner. And then usually it's a salad for dinner. And I mean, we, we eat big salads too. Like this is not like, don't think of this little like half a cup of salad. Like these are substantial salads right but it's not mostly carbs it's right. mostly lettuce, mostly lettuce. <laughs> but it's one of those things that you you need to find where your body actually is full not where you've eaten to the point that you're going to be sick right and sometimes you're in that you're going to be hungry when you first start trying to restrict it because your body's like, but wait a minute, I'm used to 5,000 calories a day. And mm-hmm. you're like, but you don't need 5,000 calories a day right. because you're not using all that. Which is why that first couple of weeks, I would say at least one week when you start cutting out those processed foods and it's processed stuff, you know, the refined sugars and the um, extra carbs and everything that what do they call it? There's one of them when you go on the keto diet, they call it the keto flu. And it's essentially the same thing. You just, you feel like garbage for like three days. So and you're hungry. You're really, really hungry. And angry. Like all the time hungry. And this is the point where most people will quit their diets because they're like, oh, I'm going to feel like this forever. But it's not, you're not going to feel like that forever. It's going to be three days. You know, set a timer for three days, <laughs> lay in bed until the timer goes off. Honestly, the easiest <laughs> the easiest way to do it 
is don't try to do it during the week. Right. Don't like, start on a Tuesday. Start on a Saturday. And mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know what we're going to do this? You know what we're going to do Saturday? We're going to build a shed or something that's going to take you yeah, all day yeah. Saturday. <laughs> you know, plan yourself a, an activity that's going to take up the day and then try to... We're going to build a shed well, and then we're going to hide in it. <laughs> well, no, I'm just... Something along those lines, it's going to. It's not going to take you an hour and then you got the rest of the day yeah. to try to sit there and go, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat. Yeah, you know, True. Keep try yourself to, busy. Try to keep yourself busy for a couple of days and just try to stick to it. And you won't necessarily notice that you're so hungry. And then when you go to work Monday, you're just trying to fight through one day of work. Mm-hmm. And even and then, Mondays you, suck anyway. Yeah, so. Mondays suck regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> just just use that as a as a springboard into it and understand right. that it is going to get easier. And eventually after three days, four days, a week, you're going to be like, oh, I don't need to eat three breakfasts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. a, a small, decent, reasonable portion breakfast is all I need to get me through to lunch. Right. And especially if you're, if you're not getting up until seven o'clock and you're not eating until eight or something, like you don't need to eat a giant breakfast at eight and then a giant lunch at noon and then a giant dinner at four. You know, you can eat a small breakfast if you're going to eat again in a couple hours. Right. So I guess that's yeah about the extent of... <laughs> I've repeated that now. That's okay. You can do it. Yay. <laughs> yeah. You get the get blah, blah blah blah. I'm gonna speak a different language now. <laughs> you get through those first few days to a week. Uh quit the junk food and go see your doctor. Drink water. And drink water. Lots of water. I feel like we need a fifth one. Top five. What's our fifth rule? So we got Make it through the first three days. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the junk food. <laughs> see your doctor. Drink water. Don't sit on the couch. Right. Get a hobby. <laughs> don't sit on the couch. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you do. Yeah. Tell yourself, up. I'm not going to sit on the couch today. Actually, that's another one. I I work with so many nutritionists. They're all awesome. Um, but yeah, one of my friends told me, uh, don't. Don't set these outrageous goals for yourself. Just say, today, when I get home, I'm not going to sit on the couch. And she actually yeah. said that to me. I was like, oh, my gosh. It totally worked. And it totally worked. It's been almost three months now. And I'm down 18 pounds. And it's fantastic. It's working. It is working. It's working. Yeah. Finally. I still got a long ways to go, but that's okay. Yeah. I was telling her today because I'm down 34 pounds. And I'm still, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Cause like my goal weight was like, oh, I'm going to get down to, to where I am now. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm looking at it going, I've lost 34 pounds and I still have a ways to go. <laughs> You're still so not satisfied. My goal was very, very uh, short-sighted. But we're that's the, okay. I, I was going to say, I'm not stopping. Don't right. plan on And quitting. the the flip side of that too is a lot of women I know, especially, will say, well, I have to lose 60 pounds. And then you you start in that first couple of days, you're like, oh, I'm going to be starving forever. And then you realize you're only losing a pound or two pounds in a week. And you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. And then they stop. But don't tell yourself you have to lose 60 pounds. Say, I want to lose five pounds this month. And then when you come out the other side of January, like I did, and you're down 13 pounds, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> and then February, I wanted to lose five pounds. I lost five pounds. And that, you know, that was enough. Yeah. And don't get discouraged when you have, I, well, I, on that same note, 
one of the biggest things you need to do is get on the scale regularly. Right. I was just thinking that. And That's for, so creepy. The reason for that is because if you say, hey, I'm going to lose X number of pounds this month and you have an off couple of days. If you get on the scale every every day or every couple of days and you're like, oh, I gained two pounds, you can catch it right. at two pounds, three pounds, whatever it is, and not be like, oh, I'm going to weigh myself once a month. And then you get on the scale and you gain 10 pounds and you've lost all hope. Right. You know? Like, I don't like the idea of don't weigh yourself every day because it's not about the numbers and da-da-da. No, it is to a degree because you want to see how your body is reacting to what you ate that day. And if you ate something that your body is like, nope, like like my thing, for instance, I could eat ice cream all day long and not gain weight. So if I have an oopsie day and I eat some ice cream, I know I'm going to be okay. But if I have an oopsie day and I eat a slice of pizza, one single slice, I swear to you, it like explodes in my body and I gain six pounds. So I know if I have an oopsie day and I eat pizza, I got to work a lot harder yeah. than those oopsie days when I eat ice cream. I, yeah. <laughs> I, That's I how much attention I'm paying. I don't have that. a sensitivity to, source to a specific food. If I have an oopsie yeah. day, I know I'm going to gain a couple of pounds. That's yeah. just how it is. Right. And I'm going to have to work harder to get it back off. But like I said. But that's a good way to know, learn your body too. Well, it's a good way to learn. But at the same time, don't. The number on the scale is not the only indication that you're being healthier. Right. Um, so I, that that adage of don't pay attention to the number on the scale. Because if you, especially if you're not used, if you haven't been exercising and you start lifting weights or you start doing regular activity, you're mu- especially if you're like running or jogging or riding the a bike or something like that, your legs are huge muscles. So if you gain any mass in your legs, you're yeah. not going to lose the, the fat mass as quickly as you're gaining leg mass. So you may, it, it's not uncommon for people that haven't exercised with any regularity to gain a few pounds yeah. before they start losing weight. Yeah. But if you look in the mirror, you'll be like, yeah, I may have gained a few pounds, but these pants are looser. Right. You know, so you, you might lose the inches without losing the weight. True. So you got to, you got to understand that there is a different, you know, muscle yeah. weighs more than fat is the old adage. I don't know. There used to be a thing going around and it was, it was a, a picture. It was a picture yeah. of five pounds of fat next to five <clears throat> pounds of muscle and five yeah. pounds of muscle is like the size of your cell phone and five pounds of bat, fat is like the size of a volleyball. Right. <laughs> like, you know, you're talking a huge difference in, in a, Mass, volume yeah. but not a difference in mass yeah that's, different difference yeah. in volume and so you know five pounds of fat is not going to show the same way as five pounds of muscle so if you gain five pounds of muscle but lose five pounds of fat you're going to be a net zero weight loss but you'll notice that you've lost five pounds of fat yeah and your mood will improve and your yeah. hormones will even out yeah all kinds of stuff so we did pretty good. Got 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, uh, we're both pretty passionate about this. And, you know, like we said in the beginning, we're regular people with weird habits and bad habits. And we're not perfect at all. And we're never going to be perfect. But if we're we going to be our, our best us. Yeah. If we can do <laughs> it, you can do it. Yeah. And sometimes that's all it takes is. Yeah. Honestly, for me, one of the biggest triggers 
uh, that really like got me gung ho back into it is I was talking with somebody at work and she was asking me about workout routines and yeah. I got started talking about workout routines and then it was just like, Oh, I like this. <laughs> I know way too much about this oh. <laughs> to be un as unhealthy as I am right now. Like, right. <laughs> I know way too much about how to properly train yeah. my body to do yeah. what it needs to do. Cause <clears throat> she was asking about workouts for legs. I was like, Oh, do this, 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 and this. And I was yeah. just like, I should not be this knowledgeable and this and out of be shape. Ignoring yourself. Yeah. 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 So after Practice that, I what was you just, preach. Yeah. I'm, you can do it. <laughs> just keep telling yourself that you can do it. And the, the roughest days, the toughest days, you can do it. Yeah. And never quit on your worst day. Never quit on your worst day. Remember 20 minutes of something is better than zero, zero minutes. minutes of nothing. 20 minutes of nothing. <laughs> no, 20 minutes of something is better than nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah, just give what you can give and then slowly, you know, and try, just try to improve. And That's if you need you help, do. reach out, reach out yeah. to somebody. I, I think having each other's accountability is a big factor yeah. for me. Women, especially women are social creatures. Uh, reach out to me. I love talking about yeah. it. I love helping other women. Like I said, that's what I do. I love it. Yeah, and we, I feel like everybody has the capacity. And we, we push each other all the time. And we mm -hmm. there's constantly days where I'll come home from work and just be like, and like, I'll call her on the way home and just be like, I just feel, I'm just going to go home and take a nap. She's like, get your butt yeah. in your workout clothes and go outside <laughs> and work out. I feel like you do that to me I do a that lot to you more too. often than well, you, I have to you do. You get home later than me. True. And, but, and also you usually get home right around the time that I'm finishing my workout. So like, I'm still all hopped up on my pre-workout, like get out there now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, that is uh, that is our little take on this. Um, if anyone has anything, please do not hesitate to contact us uh, on our Facebook page. It's at Holderman Style, uh, at Holderman Style on Twitter. Uh, we're not real active on Twitter, but you know, I, I do monitor it. <laughs> so if you send me a message, I will get it. Um, and uh, if if you like. What you hear, just uh, please, we ask that you subscribe to the Facebook page, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you go to our website at holdermanstyle.wordpress.com, you will see when we upload new episodes. And and as far as Instagram goes, uh, you can follow me at jessh919. I'm, yep. I'm pretty active with posting for myself, but yep. I'm going to start ramping up the um, Holderman Style stuff because... I think it's so important and it's so fun. Yeah, we yeah. we are we are very much uh, into this, and we will. <laughs> we, I mean, that's yeah. We're we're trying to trying to get the word out. We'd love to help <laughs> you if you. Yeah, if you no, if you need help. Yeah. Don't be don't be afraid to ask. We would. I'll like I said, I'm not a, an expert on any of this, but I'm more than willing to give you my opinion and. Maybe give you a few pointers here and there. Tell you what works for me. Uh, Jess will tell you what works for her. Yeah, I have and lots of book and blog and podcast recommendations. If you're still struggling to find that motivation or find you know that thing, and like we said in the beginning, do it for you. Don't do it for somebody else. Don't do it to impress anybody. Don't you know? Don't do it for other people. Do it for yourself. 
Yeah. Because it's worth it. It is. All right, guys. Uh, that is going to be it for today. Yep. Uh, we'll talk to you all later. Please like and subscribe and have, have a good, a good one. night. Bye.